Welcome to the Pinch to Zoom podcast. I'm Stetson. And I'm Gabe. In this episode, we are recapping. It's a bonus episode. We're recapping the hashtag Samsung Note 10 event. Gabe, is that really what they called this thing? Uh, I'm not really sure what they called it, but it is the Note 10 event. It is a bonus episode. It is special. We are on hype level 10. Oh, wow. Because it's the Note 10 event, too. Exactly. I get it. Perfect. Yeah. Let's dive in. Uh, Gabe, what's what's the first thing we saw at this Well, event? first, an appropriate uh, thing to put in right now, because that was kind of what Apple did, was right when the Samsung event was starting, Apple sent out its first invites to the Apple card. So that Ooh, was, you know, like totally, totally, totally not by coincidence, I'm betting. Immediately getting sidetracked. And Gabe, is this something you signed up for? Like I did sign up for, actually. Even though in the past episodes, I was like, eh, kind of on the fence. I realized that I was one of the few people who actually got an invite because I went to Apple's you know, landing page, put in my email address a while ago. So I got an invite. And I was like, what the heck? It's so easy. Honestly, you go into your wallet app, click sign up for app, like add a new card. And then it's like add Apple card, sign up. It was like under a minute, kind of a little scary how painless it was. Uh, and then you just select send me my card and your cards in the mail and you're good to go. I love it. Just like Apple wanted, we got immediately sidetracked into their product. Gabe, yeah, th- let's- this is a Samsung bonus episode and we're just talking about Apple already. What is going on? It's That's brilliant marketing right there. All right, so let's, let's dive in to yes. the episode. We have the uh, the Note 10. Like, yeah, th- what What happened today? What did we see come out? So first thing we saw come out was RIP headphone jack. That's wow, really, that's... it's kind of surprising because this is the bigger phone. And I think, doesn't your S10 have a headphone jack? Yeah, I'm holding my S10 here. It has the headphone jack. I'm very surprised Samsung decided to remove that from their pro device, right? The Note 10, usually for pro users, it's got the bigger battery, the better specs, the S Pen, and yeah. they just... It's Whoop, it's it's gone. a bit odd, but I would say that it kind of makes sense because they already have to put a hole and a long you know cylinder in there so you can slot the S Pen into there. So maybe they're like, we don't want to have to put two of those in there because like people might confuse them and plug their headphones into their S. I don't know. I don't really know the thought process that went on behind there at Samsung, but whatever it was, they finally said, all right, people. We're going to force you to probably buy our Galaxy Buds or maybe our wireless headphones we're coming out with in the future. And they killed off the headphone jack, as well as the option to add a micro SD storage on the uh, Note 10. The Note 10 Plus, the larger one, still has that. Uh, so, yeah, if you're, you know, the more pro users that get the larger phone, pay a little extra money, you also get the ability to add some more storage. But what other features are we looking at, Stetson, with this new phone? Yeah, so... So um, with the hardware of the S10, I think that's a pretty good way to start. Um, excuse me, the Note 10. I'm holding the S10 here in front of me for reference. What they did is Samsung, first of all, as we predicted, they took that little hole punch camera cutout, moved it right into the center of the display. I think it looks pretty nice. It's a nice symmetrical design when you look at it. Um, they have The Note 10 has more squared off corners when compared to the Galaxy S10. It's a little boxier. And the camera setup on the back, Samsung is rocking the triple camera setup, the wide angle, the regular, and the telephoto, but it's in a vertical arrangement, uh, very similar and reminiscent to the iPhone. Um, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's somewhat strategic on Samsung's point. Along with the naming scheme, right, Gabe's, uh, as Gabe mentioned, we had the 
Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus. Um, very similar naming scheme when compared with iPhone and the iPhone Plus, but I guess Apple switched to the Max. Plus the Max now, yeah. So, so, so they're like copying Apple three years ago a bit, I guess. Because yeah, and I was gonna say about the camera arrangement. Your Note, uh, your S10, that has a horizontal camera arrangement. Yeah. So yeah, that's correct. They're horizontal. switching it up uh, mainly because I think they tried to make this phone a little narrower. Uh, was one of the big things they were touting. It's a lot narrower uh, and also thinner. It's only eight millimeters thick. Uh, and then it has that, you know, huge, wide, like more cinematic style phone uh, screen, which is great for, you know, recording video, watching movies. Uh, and speaking of video, they added some really good video capabilities with this phone. Um, most notably, the ability to edit on the phone, which I've been, I know, I know Apple added this with their latest update coming up. iOS uh, 13, are we on? Is that what's coming up? Yep, that's iOS yeah. 13. Yep, we can count. So yeah, they the you know Samsung was like, all right, uh, I think we're gonna have to step it up with the Note 10, and they added yeah the ability to really edit, and hopefully we'll see how full fledged it is once people get their hands on the phone. But the ability to edit video on the phone is great since now this phone can shoot very good quality video. Gabe, how do you feel about editing on a phone? Like, is this a feature you're excited about, um, or is it just better to plug it into a fully fledged computer? Well, usually I have in the past been really against it, but the couple times that I've been able to find apps that actually do a good job, uh, I think the last one I found was Splice on the iPhone does a decent job. Uh, for a while before that, it was Filmmaker Pro that was pretty decent at video editing. And when you can get an app that actually allows you to do everything and you don't run into the frustrating thing of like, oh, okay, now I need to rotate the video 180 degrees and I cannot do that. And then you have to like, all the work you've done of editing it now you just have to export it all to your your you know your uh, computer edit it on your computer and then do it and it's like why even bother anymore in the future if you're going to have issues like that so it's really about having an editing software that while being simple and intuitive also has enough of the features to keep the you know the more pro users uh, really on the phone and not having to export them to their you know final cut adobe or whatever they're editing in yeah, I think Adobe Rush is another uh, pretty good mobile editing um, tool. So it'll be interesting to see how that software experience is like. Definitely a plus for creatives who are posting on social media. One thing I do want to talk about with the cameras is Gabe, uh, Samsung previously with the Galaxy S9 and S10, they had the dual aperture main camera lens where it would you could actually change the aperture from I think an f1.2 to an F2 or F2.4, um, does the Note 10 keep this feature? Um, I think it does, right? It has the 12 megapixel dual aperture lens I'm reading. Really? Are you? Yeah. I was, on, on I was one of not them. seeing that. That didn't seem like a feature that was highlighted to me on Samsung's I'm, website. I'm on, on CNET right now reading it. So, so they, I guess they do on, have on it. CNET, uh, according to CNET, now yell at them if we're wrong, but they're saying it has a 12 megapixel dual aperture lens, 16 megapixel wide angle lens, 12 megapixel telephoto lens, and then a 10 megapixel front facing camera, which I'm All pretty right. sure those are identical specs to what the S10 has, right? I think I think you're right. They would be identical. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's honestly not, not a big bump up as far as uh, quality of cameras, but they did some cool stuff with the technology and the software side. Uh, one of the big things is you get night mode, you get portrait video, which I know everyone loves portrait 
mode on their uh, cameras, the iPhone, you know, Pixel does it. Everyone does it a little differently, but it always produces great results with amazing bokeh. And now you can do it in video, which that I'm, I'm definitely a little skeptical about how like crappy that's going to look. Uh, if, if they can do it well, yeah, that, that could be a really awesome thing. I think it'll be a little bit more gimmicky than not. That's something I definitely feel is true with Samsung uh, software features. Hardware is top notch. Like this phone is packing, um, but the sometimes the software gimmicks Samsung ads are less functional and more for fun advertising opportunities. Yeah. Speaking speaking of gimmicks, you walked right into the AR doodling. That is where I would put that feature. I know they demoed it on the stage and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, you can be taking a picture of your friends and like you can, you know, it will sense their face and you can like give them a little crown or like put their name over them and it will stay attached to them. Or if they walk out of frame and walk back in, it'll pop back up. Yeah, that's really kind of cool looking and like, ooh, wow, they'll use that. Uh, no, probably never. Uh, but, you know, you'll probably use it like the first week you have the phone and then forget about it for the rest of the time. That's honestly what happens, I think, with a lot of features uh, for my phones. I know I, I use it for like email and texting and, you know, I use the the fun new features for like a week and then it's, uh, it's kind of um, back to the old usual features that I just know how to use. Um, yeah. All right, so... What, so what I will about- say about about the AR mode and the um, you know the portrait video is that the Note 10 Plus does actually have a 3D depth sensing camera on the back, which is interesting because that could help, uh, especially that uh, portrait video mode. That could help that be a lot more accurate and could make it so it's really not as gimmicky and not as you know oh it kind of only works in this certain light or like this certain situation and really make it a lot more reliable. They had a really good uh, low-light demonstration of this uh, at a concert on their website. So it could be possible that it's quite good. Gabe, you mentioned uh, an IR blaster on the Note 10 Plus. Is that something that's going to be on the Note 10? Um, I'm pretty sure it isn't, right? On the back, it's only on the uh, Plus. You know, you yeah. get that three-camera array on both of them, but then only the Plus gets that. And Well, and the Plus 5G also has that uh, addition of the 3D. Uh, IR sensor or whatever it is. Yeah, this definitely felt like a weird announcement to me. Um, one thing I love Google for, and I love their Pixel line of phones, is the regular Pixel is identical to the Pixel XL, except for the display size and the battery. And here with the Samsung Note 10, it really feels like Samsung was releasing basically two different phones, where you had the Note 10, which is really like a slightly, it's like an S10 with a pen. And then the Note 10 Plus, that was the real pro phone where we had up to 12 gigs of RAM. You had up to 512 gigs of internal storage. You had the higher resolution uh, display. And uh, all of those features were lacking on the regular Note 10. Yeah, you think it's almost like a, you know, a Note 10 Lite and then your regular Note 10? I know? like that. Yeah, it's like a different way of, it's different marketing. Like, but Instead but obviously of, it's obviously it's more enticing to say hey you people are buying the regular Note 10 you people are buying the like the plus Note 10 rather than calling the the regular Note 10 the light version like no one right, wants to right. buy that it's really better uh, better marketing yeah um, exactly yeah yeah and I guess the other thing I want to talk on is uh, Bixby right this is Bixby this is, yeah why don't we ask hey Bixby uh, what's new with the Note 10 silence, Press the button Bixby Bixby. Radio Bixby. silence. 
Hello, Bixby. Where'd you go? Yeah, Bixby is gone. At least the button is, right? I don't know if... Is Bixby still on the phone? Well, Bixby is actually, in a way, almost more in the phone than ever before. Because Bixby's built into the button you push every day. Yeah. The home button or the lock button? The lock, the power button. Gabe, it's, yeah, a, but at it's least, an Android at, at device. Least not, at least it's not a dedicated button, though, for Bixby. It, I mean, it's the power button. That's the Bixby button. Yeah. I I, Do you think I, don't, it's I don't even know. No. I think it's worse. Basically, instead of giving me an extra button that I can remap to the camera, to I mean, Google but, Home. But also, also, yeah, I mean, now I guess they did give the remap ability, but I still think that it's just, why have that extra button? Uh, I, I No one wants Bixby. Everyone just wants either Google or uh, nothing, I guess. I'm not really sure. Alexa, maybe. Oh, good. I didn't I guess trigger that's... my devices in my room. Oh, my gosh. But... I guess that's a good way of thinking about it. And, I, you know, thinking about it more, that is kind of how the iPhone works, right? Where you hold the power button to get your assistant, and now Samsung is adopting that uh, similar similar strategy where you do just hold on the power button to, to bring up the assistant. So I guess that makes yeah. sense. Um, but, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I would say uh, I think the next biggest thing that people care about with a new phone is the colors, right? Yeah, that's always a huge the highlight. That always gets me. I debate what color do I get. So, well, I, I don't. I think this one is like a clear. You know, this is the one that people get, and that's the Aura Glow. Gabe, yes. what is so special about the Aura Glow? Can, can the Aura you Aura Glow get, basically just it's like mother of pearl color, like that kind of. Uh, color that is all colors rainbow shiny you know like a pearl where it's you know it's like from this angle it's has a holographic almost look to it i think is that how you describe it i think yeah it's it's like if you took the essence of a rainbow and how it's dependent on the reflection of water mist but it, but it's not rainbow colors at the same point it's it, it's 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 like an infusion of colors that are bright and vibrant and as light hits the phone at different angles it reflects these different colors yeah so that that's going to be by far the most popular color and that's available i think with all the phones right with all the different uh, models. my understanding is that is available with everything yeah and then the other uh two colors that you'll get with all the other you know the note 10 note 10 plus and note 10 plus 5g is the aura black and the aura white I'm not sure why they are doing aura in front of everything. I guess that's just kind of like the look of them. They're kind of all a bit, you know, shiny, kind of like not really their colors. So I guess that's why they put aura in front of all the different colors. But I mean, it seems like they could just call them, you know, black, white, red, you know, blue, pink or whatever they want to call them. Uh, What color will you be picking up, Gabe? I would. Well, I'm not. I don't think I'm picking up any of them, sets And don't, don't, don't just start, you know, yes anding me and like making me think that I am going to be getting one because I probably won't get one. If I were to get one, I probably would get the Aura Glow. It does look pretty awesome. Or the Aura Black also looks, you know, the the nice black look always looks good on a phone. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what about yeah, you? Uh, I think I would probably go. I really liked the white for the uh, the Samsung Galaxy S10, so I may consider doing that, or I'd spice it up and go for black. Um, but honestly, what I find 
And this is an interesting way to think about purchasing phone uh, phones is I get the one that will become most associated with that device. So when I'm creating a thumbnail, boom, people see it, they recognize it, and uh, hopefully it's more attractive. I think the Aura Glow is the one that so far it looks like people are really loving. I yeah. know Marquez was tweeting about it and a couple other tech YouTubers. Uh, the other big feature, sorry, we haven't touched on this. I know the you know the Note 10 is the one with the S Pen, and it's oh, the one oh, that yeah. I like when I'm rhyming. If you see it again, oh yeah, okay. Anyways, the S Pen now has a little extra trick up its sleeve, uh, in that you can actually do some gesture controls with it. It kind of has a gyroscope and a uh, accelerometer built into it, so you know if you want to swipe this way or swipe that way, you can switch camera modes. I'm not sure quite what else you can do with it. I'm not sure if Samsung is really either. It definitely seems very gimmicky, but I know a lot of people did like the ability to click the pen to take a picture. So, you know, maybe this is some way that uh, we're getting closer to the future where you can kind of control your phone with your thoughts. And this is just like one step away from that where it's gestures instead of touching. I just want to comment to the audience uh, that Gabe is currently waving his hand around in the air while while talking about the S Pen gestures as if he is performing the gestures himself, conducting a band, an orchestra. Um, yeah, so these gestures are mainly in the camera mode. You can uh, switch from the rear facing to the front facing camera, switch camera modes, swipe between photos when you're viewing them, um, and do a few more things. And you know, while we're on the topic of photos and videos, uh, Samsung did announce a new audio feature. So when you're zooming in on a video, the audio becomes more condensed and focused on that specific point in the video. Yeah, kind of like how you can tap to focus, you can actually tap to audio focus and it will like pick up the audio from that area of your frame, which is very cool. I think that's fairly easy for them to do you know it just involves you know being able to train the mics uh to you know pick up sound from different you know if they have i think they most of these have at least two or three mics so you know it's being able to triangulate the sound where it is and then you know slightly adjust uh you know the direction and the biases of the mics. so yeah that seems like a really good feature uh and we'll probably honestly see that copied to the iphone but maybe also not because they might just have that intelligently do that automatically yeah, it seems that could be hit or miss, I think, uh, could potentially be gimmicky. Not sure exactly how well it's going to work. It may be good for vloggers or creators um, where they're talking to the camera, maybe, or they zoom in. Well, on I, ma I imagine talking. it would I imagine it would grab if it grabs face like focus. I imagine that's where it would grab the audio from. But I don't know how it works. We'll have to see. Yeah, well, that's something uh, I think we'll wait for reviewers to uh, to check out. But but what was the big marriage we saw today? It was a wedding that was unplanned, right? It I mean, it was unplanned, unconventional. No one it, expected would you, it. Would you call this the team up of 2019 so far in the tech world? I think I think absolutely. And it is, of course, between you didn't expect it, but we have Samsung and Microsoft coming together. Gabe, what brought this couple together for this marriage? Honestly, it was probably the necessity of, you know, Apple just being so dominating in the market and also possibly Google a little bit also being pretty dominating. And, you know, I think both Samsung and Microsoft see that they're kind of companies that Microsoft really doesn't do much of their own hardware. They're a lot more software focused and Samsung doesn't do much of their own software. They're very hardware focused, so they thought, 
hey, you know, micro, there's Google out there making a lot of software, but also a little bit of their own hardware. Apple's making all their own stuff. So they're like, hey, we both have like half the pie here. Why don't we come together and make a little, like make a baby together, you know, a little bit here. Um, and I think this is a great mixing uh, for the Note 10, especially because this is supposed to be a phone for productivity, you know, for the pro user, for the business type. And Windows, especially their Microsoft Office suite and, you know, their email and stuff is really well known for that. So this was really, I think this was a good move by both of them. Yeah. And, and do you like what, what were they bringing together? So it, it looks like to me, it was really for Dex, like really taking Dex to the next level. Well, Dex is one thing, but you also now get handoff, uh, which is something that really we never thought we'd kind of see. Uh, on a, anything other than an Apple phone because, you know, it's like Apple makes laptops and phones, so obviously those devices worked out well together. Yeah, I mean, now you have handoff to your Windows 10 laptop uh, with link um, to Windows, and you can just, like, easily get your Samsung messages, notifications, recent photos, and more right onto your laptop screen. So, yeah, huge uh, for people who are laptop users and our Microsoft users especially because... Now, yeah, there's an automatic pairing right there. Are are there laptop users that are not Apple and not Microsoft? Like this should work on a lot of machines, right? Yeah, there are. Well, there are other things. Like you know, Ubuntu. you could be running Ubuntu or uh, Linux. I know. So there are other things out there, but and and also that is an issue that we're there. You know, constantly. I know a friend who has who runs Linux. And he always is trying to figure out uh, how do I get, you know, my messages to somehow work with, you know, because he loves iMessage, but he's also doesn't really love Apple that much. And so he has an Android phone, you know, wants to run Linux. And it's like, how do I get this to like work at all together? You know, and it's sometimes those workarounds and then they'll close that back door and then like you have to figure out something else. And it's like, it's just a mess. So I'm glad that uh, the two companies are coming together. I know uh, one cool thing um, is that we also are going to see uh, faster charging with these phones. Oh my God, I saw that. This seems absolutely nuts, right? Where you can get, I think a 45 watt charger to juice these things up. Yeah, that's, I mean, for, for just reference for people, a MacBook Pro, uh, which is one of Apple's like high-end laptops, uses an 85 watt charger. And that's, you know, a very huge battery, uh, you know, computer with a lot of cooling and stuff like that, 85 watts. So this is using over half of that for a phone which is just incredible i'm pretty sure that's even i don't know do you know what your ipad pro charges at i think that's a 30 or 35 watt that's what i thought yeah so i'm pretty sure this could possibly be higher than the ipad pro which is just for a phone that size that's just incredible uh yeah it, it is really astonishing and that's something i love to see in addition to wireless charging um something i just want to comment to the audience so if you go to uh the samsung website and you hit up the, the Note 10. They have a panel highlighting this amazing charging capability. And then there's a little asterisk at the bottom that says, quote, all day battery only available on Galaxy Note 10 Plus LTE model. I thought that was funny. Like, you don't get all day battery with the other models? Yikes. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what you're used to is that, you know, you have to, well, I think that's not the, that's not the is the LTE is the not not 5G, right? Yeah, it looks like it's just the the Note 10 Plus. Just the Note 10 Plus. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would imagine because that one has the 4300 milliamp hour battery versus the 3500 milliamp hour battery of the Note 10. 
and then also with the added 5G, that's going to suck up more juice uh, for the cooling and that larger and you know higher-end wireless chip. So that really does make sense. It's kind of unfortunate, but I think if you have that faster charger, you know, you don't really need all-day battery because if you chuck on a charger for 15 minutes, you know, you're already uh, like 30% more battery life easily. Right. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's basically all I have for the for the Note 10. Well, what about pricing? Let's get pricing and availability. I know you can pre-order starting uh, tomorrow, which would be August 8th at 12 a.m. I'm pretty sure. Late night. Late night. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll be shipping out on August 23rd. But what are the prices we're talking about, Stetson? Yeah, so if I go to reserve now, maybe I can yeah. uh, cheat this if out I'm, a little I mean, bit. You, if, you're saying if I go to reserve now, like you weren't already there clicking on them <laughs> and reserving it. Uh, so yeah, but a, the, the Note 10, I think, starts at under 1000 So yeah, um, the Note 10 is under $1,000. we are talking $949. This includes right. 256 gigs of storage and 8 gigs of memory. Um, and then if you want to bump up to the plus, that's where we're looking at the over $1,000 for a smartphone, the uh, $1,099. I think that's the same as the iPhone XS uh, Max, right? Or I think that's 1049 maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, right around the same. It, it's pretty similar. Um, that might be the same. And I think this is a great opportunity for to get my uh, episode Swappa plug in. I just want to okay, let the, yep. I want to let the audience know for, for perspective, you can get a Galaxy S10, right? Basically, like the newest phone Six from Six month Samsung. old phone, pretty much, yeah. Uh, $600, okay? That's what is, but doesn't it start at only 800 I think? Uh, it might start. It might start lower, but very comparable device. And if you're like, all right, I'll just get last year's Galaxy Note Nine. That's going for around four hundred twenty to five hundred dollars, gently used on Swappa. Yeah, the good thing is, uh, if you do want a Galaxy Note Nine, this is the time to get them. Wait, wait, probably till August twenty third when they actually start shipping out. And then, yeah, you'll see those prices crater because everyone knows, you know, that the market is getting flooded with the newer devices and it's perfect time to buy the older ones if that's what you want. And you'll get your headphone jack. You'll still get very amazing performance. Like, yeah, at All right, but that's, that's an, under okay. half the price. But I want I want the 5G version. How much am I going to have to shell out there? Ooh, let's check that one out. So we're looking Note 10 plus 5G, $1,300. Yeah, um, and I can get it on my AT&T plan. Yikes, that's going to jack it up. Oh, um, Gabe. What? I've got some hard news for you, man. This is yeah. only going to be available exclusively on Verizon. Whoa, okay, well... Time to switch is, carriers. Time to well, actually, I am on Verizon. I was kind of just setting that up just for that little I appreciate bit it. thing there. Yeah, the little assist there, alley oop, and slams it down. But yeah, only on Verizon. I'm pretty sure they're uh, with their, you know, the S10 exclusivity. I'm pretty sure that was T-Mobile. Don't quote me on it, but I thought that's what they were doing there. So you see, uh, Samsung's kind of going to different carriers. See what each carrier is going to offer. You know. They're the big, they're the big, you know, playa in the house here that everyone wants to date and that everyone wants to be around with. And all the carriers are just coming to them saying, you know, help promote our 5G so that we can charge a ton more and not really offer people uh, 5G because it only works in like certain areas of cities and really isn't very functional right now. But anyways, that's a whole other episode. Uh, yeah. So Note 10 snap reaction. What would it be? 
Um, I'm, I'm going to go like soft, maybe. I think the regular size Note 10, um, to me, doesn't seem significantly better than the Galaxy S10 that more recently came out. If you want the S Pen, yeah, absolutely. Um, that, is be- just, that is just a tongue twister right there with the Galaxy Note 10 with the S Pen and, you, and you know, your best friend. That's a good day. Never want it to end. Gabe, your raps are on fire this That's episode. That's more like spoken word a little bit. We're going to have yeah, to give you, can you like follow, another award you can follow, or something. You can, you can uh, check me out. Yeah, the, the, the maybe the golden, uh, I don't know. The tongue-twisting rapper award. Yeah, yeah, in the booth. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I was a little underwhelmed possibly, you know, especially seeing the removal of the, you know, the micro SD card slots because I'm pretty sure the S10 has micro SD so you're losing that with the regular Note 10. Uh, you're also gonna make, does it? He's looking at his. Yeah, phone I, right I now. so okay. I do have the expandable storage on this model, um, and yeah, it is a bummer to see both that and like with the S10, you get the expandable storage and you get your headphone jack. Yeah, and the but, Note 10, they said nope, let's get rid of that. So that's a little kind of like a little irk question mark, you know, type thing there. But the Note 10 Plus definitely is pretty impressive. And I think the video capabilities was something they definitely stressed. That was pretty much the first thing they talked about in their keynote. So that is going to be really the exciting stuff to see. Because, I mean, yeah, the S10 is an impressive video shooter. Uh, and then now with the ability to edit on it, because the Note 10 packs a little more RAM, a little more ability to cool. I think they actually said it has a specific uh, way that it is able to cool while gaming. I'm not, I can't quite remember it. Uh, didn't I'm not big into mobile gaming, but... Yeah, they're, they're definitely trying to make this phone for the pro user, whether it's gaming, whether it's taking pictures, whether it's, you know, working from your phone, whether it's video, whatever you're doing, the Note 10 Plus is probably the way to go. And the 5G version is like, just if you gotta be the one to one-up everyone. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't release that in an, like an exclusive color so that people could signify that they got that version. Yeah, it's actually only available in black. Well, it's actually only, I think, only the basic colors, right? Uh, I, I'm on the I website. I have white, white, black, and aura glow. I can f- only, so if I go to the Note 10 Plus 5G, I yeah. can only select, oh, excuse me, that was for the 512 yeah. gig model. Yeah. I was I was going all out paying $1,400 for the phone. Um, right, that's weird, though, but with the five, 512 one, you only get one color option. Yeah, like, so, I, I mean, obviously, I the few, fewer people are going to be uh, ordering that, so Samsung wants to make their... Manufacturing but I would have I would have like expected some like really unique color to be like so if you whip it out people are like oh my god is that the 5G you know like something like that but I guess they figure they're not too into like stuff like that so yeah we'll we'll see how it sells I expect you know this will be a pretty formidable lineup to go against the new iPhone coming out in the fall because they're not expected to have too much major updates. You know, most of the new cool stuff is coming with iOS 13. So, yeah. And uh, what else did we see at this event? Because even though it was the Note 10, we did see a couple other things come out. Well, you know, I, I'm an Apple Watch wearer. And uh, Samsung, like I forecasted in the previous episode, decided yep. to bring their um, active wear with the brand new Samsung uh, Galaxy Watch. Active too. Active too. Thank you. Yeah, for it's, a, it's quite quite a quite a mouthful there. The Samsung Galaxy Watch Active Two. Uh, yeah, they they had kind of soft launched it with a couple 
other people before the event. So it wasn't, uh, you know, too in, like too much of a surprise. And we got most of the features, but it starts at around $300. Uh, and it does have a LTE version. So like the Apple Watch now, you don't have to use it with your phone. You know, it can be out there just with your watch and get texts, calls, whatever it is. And uh, it comes in a 40 and 44 millimeter version. So also like the Apple Watch. So pretty similar there. They did also bring back the crown or the outer dial that you can actually turn. Um, but it's instead of being an actually physically turning dial, like the, what is it? The watch face, not the watch face, but like the, you know what it is, the outer dial, I guess, of the watch. You can turn it, but instead of actually physically turning it to control the watch, it's just haptic feedback and like a digital thing. So that is so weird. I cannot imagine. A little weird. That. Yeah. Um, they did also add ECG so you can sense heart rate. However, the big catch there is it's not actually cleared with the FDA yet. So not medically That's hilarious. Uh, like approved really in any sense. But I'm assuming it will be very soon. And uh, yeah, we'll see that September 13th. So that's going to be going up against the new Apple Watch 5s when they come out in the fall. And it, it I mean, it's not great, but I do like that they're at least doing something different than the Apple Watch. You know, it's a round watch for those who haven't seen it yet. So, you know, Apple has their square look. I personally do like the kind of round look with a digital watch. It's kind of cool, right? I mean... I love it. Yeah, the round. So I actually, my first smartwatch was the Moto 360. I love the round look. Super fun, super really nice, really, really nice. Um, And I think for Android users, the Samsung Galaxy Watch Active 2 uh, could be a really good option and definitely uh, a unique style that I appreciate. Yeah, so... That, that was exciting to see. Uh, we already kind of knew it was coming out, but then saw it. The other thing that they launched, I'm pretty sure was a bit more of a surprise, was the Galaxy... Now, let me get, get this name right. The Galaxy Book S laptop. What? Uh, yeah, and this was kind of with a little bit more of their... You know, I think Microsoft and Samsung have been in the closet for a while, you know, talking out their deal of whatever they're going to do here when they come out and make this big you know, presentation. And so I think with, you know, Microsoft bringing their apps and their productivity suite kind of to the Note 10, one of the deals is that Samsung would release this laptop, which runs Windows 10. So kind of makes sense, right? I'm actually a little confused. Like, why would Samsung release a laptop running Windows 10? Well, that well, what I'm saying is Microsoft, Microsoft wants more laptops and devices running Windows 10, right? Okay. So, so with Microsoft being like, all right, you want to use our, you know, suite of services on your phone. Okay. We'll do that for you. If you make a laptop dedicated to our, you know, our software. I like it. That makes sense. And you know, I, I think to Samsung's credit, they actually have really good hardware on some of their devices. Like the design's pretty good. It's really nice specifications, good build quality. Uh, they've established themselves as a high-end manufacturer. They make these great devices. And I think, you know, having a line of laptops, that could potentially compete more along the lines of Apple's MacBook, like we see with the Huawei MateBook, um, where they're similar design, similar aesthetic. Um, maybe Samsung, more premium devices or, or nicer build, good good specs and performance running windows and um that could that could be like reasonably cool yeah. i could see that working yeah. out one one of the unique things about this laptop 
I know we always talk, we're, we're huge about talking Windows laptops on this podcast. That's can, constantly can never get us to stop, right? I haven't stopped talking. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So this, uh, this laptop actually doesn't use Intel's uh, processor. It uses a Qualcomm Snapdragon 8CX, which for those who are unfamiliar with that and have no idea what I'm talking about, basically that's like the newest generation of the, uh, the Qualcomm's the chips. It uh, uses a nice seven millimeter nanometer, sorry, process. Basically, they can make those. You know, computers are all based on on-off switches. Uh, you know, and making those on-off switches as small as possible. Seven nanometers, you can't even see that with the silicone printing. So this is the smallest ones uh, to date for desktop computers. And yeah, there's huge gains out of it as far as like size, cooling, uh, and just speed. So That'll be cool to see. It's the first device to come out uh, other than Lenovo, which announced a prototype one back in the spring, I think. So, yeah, this will be nice to see. Uh, it runs, like I said, Windows 10, 13.3-inch touch-to-screen um, and comes with either 256 or 512 gigabytes of storage, expandable micro SD slot up to one terabyte, so thank you for putting that in at least. It has a Windows Hello fingerprint sensor and USB-C because... Yeah, at least they're doing USB-C and making it somewhat, um, you know, modern. Wait, Gabe, I'm seeing this is starting at $999 this September. Yeah, that I was leaving that I was leaving that out a little bit. Okay, sorry. Oh, I but like this is borderline a better deal than the Note 10. Like you're getting a full-on laptop with basically the same yeah, specs, right. right? Like it's pretty it's pretty crazy that they're doing that it is only eight gigabytes of ram though so with the note 10 you can get 12 gigabytes of ram right because i like and, having and also all of also my... the, the front the front camera on this this is kind of hilarious only 720p hd on this laptop that's absolutely mind-boggling for me i don't understand how laptops cannot get i mean we're talking to each other on facetime right now and well, you know, you just well, just, I just want to put this in because 720p, all right, that's HD. Even 1080p, all right, full HD. But to do 1080p, you only, I'm pretty sure, need a 2.4 megapixel sensor. So that's how small it has to be. To do 4K, you only need, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's an 8 megapixel sensor. Uh, it's either 8 or 12, I think. I'm pretty sure it's only 8. or Actually, I'm pretty sure it's even 7, possibly. 7 point something. Wow. But whatever it is, they could do a 4K resolution sensor and still only you know put something under 10 in there, most likely. But I get it. You don't really take pictures with your laptop. It's mostly you know low-quality uh, FaceTiming or video chatting. So, all right. But still, it just does not look good. At least put a full HD one in there. Well, keep... Something I'm seeing here, I'm on, I'm on the Verge's website. Does this support LTE? It says other features, gigabit LTE. Yeah, that is one thing that I just now also noticed that it's supported. Uh, that, it's kind of cool. It's bringing together the connect, connected world. I know uh, we've been talking about a long time with if 5G gets to the point where it's really usable, that would be really nice to be able to have laptops and you know stuff like that that you can just go out and use wherever you want and have a super fast internet connection. Yeah, absolutely. I I think this is a feature I see coming to pretty much all laptops. Like instead of having to hotspot your phone, boom, laptop built in LTE. That seems to make a lot of sense to me. Um, and this device, from the looks of it, like if I was to purchase one device from this event, I'm actually super into phones, so there's no way I would get this. I would definitely get the phone. 
but come on like a full-on laptop for only a thousand bucks like i say only a thousand bucks that's pretty expensive but you know yeah in comparison to a phone like i spend eight hours a day every day on my laptop i spend i i don't know i i i'm i'm a little little up in the air about this one it does look pretty nice We'll have to see how well it performs because personally, if I was going to get a Windows laptop, I would probably steer more towards uh, one of the Windows uh, Surface, you know, devices. Yeah, those are good. made by made by Microsoft. They they you know they look really nice, nice screen, pretty decent interface, and yeah, I would I would go towards that. But you know, if you want a dedicated laptop that also has a touchscreen, this might be you know kind of to the Lenovo Yoga Book or one of those. Uh, this is a possible option. Not coming out till September, though, so a little bit down the road. Ooh, they're missing that back-to-school opportunity with this. Yeah, I but yeah, I guess so, but oh well, you know. Maybe maybe, maybe Microsoft said, hey, don't release this in the fall because we want to sell all of our Surface tablets to them. Sure, sure, I like it. Uh, so, Gabe, did you have any other notes on the Samsung Galaxy Note event? Uh, no, I mean, basically, we saw DJ Co, the CEO of, uh, you know, Samsung out there again doing his thing. I just love his name. The fact that his first name is DJ. It's awesome, dude. He's, you know, it definitely, they can't can't go away from having him. He's like the, uh, you know, the their version of the Tim Cook comes out in the beginning, the end, uh, and does a very good job of setting it up. And then they have their own unique Samsung way of presenting uh, the little demos and stuff like that that's completely different from Apple, but I would actually, if you guys take a look at the, um, like the keynote event, uh, the replay, they have it up online places. The area that they were presenting this was just incredible. They had screens that were like, it was main screen behind the uh, stage. And then the screens on the side that they were projecting this presentation on for, you know, the different events and colors and ambience, just like enwrapped the whole theater. And it was like, it was something, to, it was incredible. Simply incredible. Uh, so definitely take a look at that uh, if you have the time and if you're bored and just want some inspiration of like how to design a stage, that's a way to do it. Wow. I wish I had the opportunity. Completely, to- completely unrelated to phones or any other really technology devices for consumers. Yeah. I like it though. I'll have to check that out. That sounds pretty awesome. It sounds like the unpacked event where it looked like the stage was basically an unfolding cardboard box. Like you were looking inside an unfolding cardboard box. Screen extends all around. Very immersive experience. Yeah. And actually, one thing, thinking about the failed Galaxy Fold, which they're now relaunching in September, I was also thinking about then the failed Note 7. It's interesting to think where this uh, line of notes has come from. You know, there's not many other uh, product lines out there that can say they had a you know, a whole generation fail and just not be released. And people have kind of forgotten about it now. And now we've gone on to Note 8, Note 9, and now Note 10. And people are like, oh, this is a, you know, competing mainstream device that a lot of people could be considering. Wow. Yeah, that is a very interesting story. Uh, Duly noted on Samsung's success here. That's, you know, well played, well played, well executed. They did the right thing and handled it to the best of their ability. And you can still, on Swappa, you can still get uh, Note 7s for fire starters, I know. Yeah, we talked about that in another episode. Be sure to find that in the show notes. Yep. Or uh, so that's pretty much it, though. I think, uh, you know, overall Samsung events aren't as exciting as Apple events. They don't have never really had that hype. Apple yeah. is the originator of these keynotes. No credit cards. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
no no tim cooks no really artfully shot stuff with greg uh, federighi yeah uh, that that guy doing the stuff talking about all the chromey accents and the finishes and stuff like that but overall you know not as interesting to watch but end result is we got some new products for the fall and the holiday season from samsung and yeah we'll most likely have uh some more wrap-up events coming up in the fall because we're really coming into the you know the tech launch uh three months where every tech company tries to get their best offerings out for the holiday season so if you aren't already subscribed consider subscribing on either apple podcasts or spotify and that thunder is the sound of us being almost done uh because it's summer and the thunderstorms are rolling in that's it i think that's going to be the episode thank you so much for listening uh if you like this episode share i'm a bit out of breath i talked a lot so you wrap this up i'm gonna take a break all right sounds good gabe sits back um no uh coco rita today but that's okay um, anyway, thank you so much for it's, listening. It's, well, hold on. No, it's Vita Coco. Okay, Vita Coco. don't mess up our one of two sponsors. <laughs> one sponsor. I'm going to have to get a can and just put it next to me so I know how to pronounce the name properly. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with a friend if you found it enjoyable and you learned something new about the Galaxy Note 10. Uh, you can find us on social media at Pinch to Zoom Pod and at Pinch to Zoom Podcast. Um, and yeah, we look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Uh, thanks for listening. That was it. That's it. Yep, that's the end. No shopping cart award. Is that all your notes on the notes? That yeah, those are all. My, I mean, we blew through my, my, my notes in my, the first. My like, secret is. Minutes. My secret is I had no notes. <laughs> You're just on a website the whole time.